Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Bolt Fitness and Performance Podcast. Today, I'm sitting here with Coach Tom. Hey. What is up, Coach Tom? Nothing much. Do you want to tell them where we're uh, recording from today, the new podcast uh, studio? Yeah, the North freaking Pole. <laughs> it's freezing in this supply room. So, it, a little update, as I'm, I'm sure most of you have heard, Monica is now, uh, and AMP is over in the private studio, so they're expanding there, which is wonderful, uh, which now gives us Monica's little office, and I don't know that we really appreciated how cold yeah. it is in here. No, not at all. When we stepped in here for two seconds, and we're like, <laughs> someone forgot to pay the heating bill, and now we're in the North Pole. So, recording from the North Pole, what do you want to talk today about, Tom? Uh, how about when things get tough, what do we do? Things get tough. I, I, honestly, that's probably a good thing to talk about today because this time of year, I know for me personally, like it is hard to get my butt in gear right now. You yeah. know, it's cold. I don't want to work out. Uh, I had to adjust my programming. So coming off of <clears throat> breaks. Yeah, definitely different little vacations. Nothing, not a lot of consistency to it all. Uh, it's a struggle time. So yeah. sure, let's get into that. We. Yeah, let's get into that. Sure. So a lot of times we'll see people, um, you know, and they'll describe it as like, we, I get burnt out. Okay. Right? But burnt out can mean a lot of different things. Uh, but I hear that all the time. Like, you know, and that'll present with people will say similar things like, I, things just don't feel right. Um, I feel like I'm moving backwards. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is difficult. Like, it's basically a, a culmination of things aren't moving in the right direction or they're not meeting their expectations of where they feel they should be mm-hmm. and something's off but what is off is usually the big question like what what's really going on there right so whenever i hear somebody say i'm i'm burnt out um, i'll always ask a couple questions to try and figure out is it something that we can adjust or modify or have they just lo- sort of lost interest in where they're at yeah i mean it's important to consider too that when you're saying you're feeling burnt out, feeling is a really hard thing to measure stuff by. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I, I feel really sore today. Did I work out hard the day before? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Might have just done something that I haven't done in the past. You know, like going off of how you feel, I, I'd go as far as to say it's a pretty bad way to measure things. You know, yes, you have to respect how you feel. However, you can't measure progress by how you feel. Because some days I feel great, some days I don't feel great. But at the end of the day, if I look down and see on my program that I've still increased my weight, I know what to hit, I know what not to hit. So it's always easier to come back to numbers. Numbers don't lie. Feelings do. Yeah, you, you can't make decisions based off of feelings. No. That's kind of a, a, a life quote that you can live by. Yeah. Whether it's your fitness, <laughs> it whether it it's professional, whether it's personal, right? Like... Don't make decisions based off your feelings. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty simple one that you can put out there and go. But that doesn't mean that that feeling is invalid. It doesn't mean that's not something that we should be paying attention to. It's just the sort of the aha, that light bulb that comes on that's like something's not right, but I need something that I can measure it by or something that I can pinpoint to be like, is this causing it or do I just feel crappy? Yeah, so what are, what are some of the things that if you're feeling burnt out that could there's, cause it? You know? There's a couple things that I always go to, um, sort of like my metrics for life. Um, but it's like, I feel burnt out. Cool. What's causing it? Am I training too much? Am I maybe not recovering properly? Right? Mm-hmm. That sort of has a couple things in it. And like, when I think of recovering, um, are you eating enough? 
if you're burnt out, maybe you're under eating and your mm-hmm. body just can't perform. Are you sleeping enough? Are you hydrating enough? Are you doing all those little pillars of life thing, right? Is everything lined up? If you're checking all those boxes and you're doing all those fundamentals, then I would start to think maybe you are getting burnt out. Mm-hmm. But if you are feeling burnt out, you're sleeping three to five hours a night, you're barely eating, what you are eating is probably not of high quality, right? Things like that, then I'd be like, mm, we're probably not burnt out per se, right? We're probably just under recovering and that's affecting our life. So and just to understand who we're talking to here, what, how much does somebody need to train to be overtraining for somebody who's just starting out? And then how should they properly go about recovering? Because recovery to somebody can mean like, hey, <laughs> the couch and the bag of chips, I'm on recovery. Yeah, yeah. that's a great question because I, people like to, and myself included, we like to bucket things, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't always, like we like to do that, but what bucket do we fit in, right? So anybody can overtrain. It's difficult if you do everything right. Right, if you have all the other markers in check, it's really difficult to overtrain, mm-hmm. um, but it can happen. Mm-hmm. And really, overtraining to me means under recovering, okay? Uh, but we'll back run of that and we'll get back to that. So, let's say we're trying to figure out how much recovery do I need. We'll go with beginner, intermediate, advanced. Let's keep mm-hmm. it real simple, right? Like, we give examples of recovery, yeah. So, somebody that is advanced is somebody who's been strength training, you know, upwards of three to five years and more, right? You're training anywhere from four to six days a week probably at that point, or you have developed an extremely high skill level in fitness, meaning I can perform all the exercises and I'm doing more advanced versions of them and everything like that, and I'm training multiple days a week. Correct. That's somebody who can go into a gym anywhere and get a killer workout in and not really have to ask a lot of questions right they're very self-sufficient and they can go about it then there's we'll call it the intermediate um group right that's going to be i'm gonna put a timeline of one to three years of structured fitness multiple days a week um you have a, a basic idea of what's going on you may not be able to put workouts together for yourself per se but you you know if I say squat you're going to know the basic fundamentals of a squat or if Mm -hmm. I say a push-up right you're going to know the basics of it but you're not really at the point where you're going to take all that on yourself and you still need some help in there and you have a, a moderate level of strength okay and then there'll be a beginner that you know we'll say from zero to one year, zero to two years even, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range where you have no concept of anything, right? You, you don't know how to do the exercises. Uh, you, you don't know the fundamentals of them. You don't really know the names of them. You don't know what muscles you're supposed to hit, right? That's the, I'm, I'm green. I'm brand new to it, right? So those are just sort of your three levels of training. Your beginner, your intermediate, and advanced. It's a lot harder for me personally for beginners and intermediates to overtrain because they don't know a lot of the variables that they should be measuring Mm -hmm. and their capacity or their workload what their body is capable of doing and recovering from that is very important 
whatever you can do and recover from is very low, right? You don't have a high level of fitness and strength and motor competencies and all that stuff, right? So basically, you don't know how to do a lot and your body physically can't handle a lot of it. But in the intermediates and the beginners, motivation is usually really high, right? Mm. So that's that dangerous game of I'm super motivated, I want to go in, my body can't really handle a lot of it, and I don't really know what I'm doing, right? So it's easy for those people to overtrain because you don't need a lot. You need very, very little to actually do the, to get measurable results, mm -hmm. right? As an intermediate and a, and a beginner. Um, so those area, those two classes, it's easier for you to over, overtrain just because you don't really know what you should be measuring or what could possibly be causing it. Advanced people in the fitness world, they've probably run the gauntlet of they've beat themselves up enough at some points and like, yeah. oh yeah, I feel like crap. I have overtrained and under recovered, and now they know those signs and they know how to avoid it. Yeah, like I know a telltale sign for me. Usually in the summer is when I really get into training and I'm more like I'm up to five to six days a week, whatever it is. Usually once I feel my body getting a little sick, it's like oh okay, and then you take that forced rest because now yeah. you're sick and your body's like oh. Oh, that's what I've been missing. That's yeah, that it's missing not piece. the peak of flu season, but you uh, feel no. like you're coming down with something. And you're like, what the heck's yeah. going on? Probably you get one day of rest and you're like, oh, okay, okay yeah. this is nice. Right, and, and, and that's pretty normal. But you kind of have to go through that to understand yeah. what the, the signs and the symptoms are. And you have to experience that, right? It, advanced individuals can still overtrain. Yes. They just have to probably work harder at overtraining because if you're an advanced level fitness enthusiast you've probably checked a lot of these basic daily things off and they're just they run an autopilot you don't have to think about your sleep or your hydration as much because you already are getting enough sleep and you know you're drinking enough water because you've been doing that for five years already yeah. so it's very habitual so if you're going to overtrain as an advanced person, it's probably because you're pushing yourself really, really hard for something, yeah. and we didn't account for that amount of work. Well, I think also, like, it depends. It's not only how many days a week you train. It's no. also the intensity in which you train. Like, I know certain days for me, when I structure my programming, some days are really intense. Some days are not as intense. That way I can do more days. But if I went all out balls to the wall every single day, I wouldn't be able to get yeah. five, six days a week in. Absolutely. Uh, that's no, something you have to manage, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, when people are talking about getting burnt out, right, very doable. But we want to know why, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the, like the things we just talked about. Are we working out too much? If you're a beginner level, right, you probably don't need an hour session three to five days a week, mm -hmm. right? You don't need to do a lot. You don't need to do five sets of squats, you probably only need one to two sets, two, maybe three times a week, right? So you need very little. So I always ask, are you just doing too much? Is that why you're feeling burnt out? Are you not recovering? Mm -hmm. Meaning, are we not drinking enough fluids, right? Are we not sleeping enough? Are we not resting enough? Are we not eating enough? Mm -hmm. That's the big one that usually jumps out at me. Most people, the sleep that they get, especially if you're an adult by now, you know, if, if you're past your your teenage and adolescent years and you've been in the workforce for a while, you kind of know how much sleep you need. Yeah. Right? Whether you get it or not, that's a decision you get to make, but you kind of know where you need to be. That's the million dollar question. Yeah. <laughs> but nutrition is that big one that it it's counterintuitive. 
because most people are coming into the gym as a beginner or an intermediate and they want to lose body fat they want to look good they want to feel good they want to be able to do things right if you are a beginner as an adult you have some things that you have to factor in and you have to work with but at that same time you're probably thinking I have to eat less right I'm going into this mm-hmm. this field I'm gonna do all this work and I need to eat less so it's like one or the other so a lot of people they'll under consume or under eat how much food they really need mm-hmm. and their body just can't recover from their workouts like you see people come in and they think oh I have to eat less because I want to lose weight like okay yeah. like say on an average day the average female without moving their BMR basic metabolic rate where they if you literally sit there and do nothing you burn 1500 calories a day Plus, I got a random number, so don't actually use these don't numbers. Quote that. Yeah, so then they come in and they're like, "Okay, cool, I want to lose weight, so I need to eat less than fifteen hundred calories." But now you're also working out, and in that workout, you're burning an extra three or four hundred calories. So now, not only are you in a two hundred calorie deficit, you're now all of a sudden in a six, seven hundred calorie deficit, and now you're jumping from something where you went to eating at a surplus to a super deficit, and you're going to feel the effects of that. Yeah, in a couple of weeks you're gone. It's, you're gone in a couple days. You're gonna feel that. Yeah, it's really gonna and, and motivation is what keeps you going, and that's why I say yeah. it's easier for beginners to burn out. Yeah, because they are at the worst spectrum. They're at maximum motivation, but zero like education about it. Mm-hmm. Right, so they don't have the skills, they don't have the knowledge, they don't have any of that to keep pushing forward. But they have the most motivation. Where contrary, advanced fitness enthusiasts almost have zero motivation they've just developed habits I'm actively raising my hand yeah yeah I mean me too like zero motivation but you've you've developed a lifestyle and a system that you just continue to do it yeah right so the odds of them overtraining much less so I worry about the beginner and the intermediate class because that motivation yeah that that does funny things to you it makes you make bad decisions it's like a teenager in their first breakup. It's like, I swear, you make decisions not off logic. It's There's pure zero, emotion. Pure emotion. And you see moment. teenagers do things and you're like, really? You thought that was a good idea, huh? <laughs> like, I bet in the moment, at 16, that was a good idea. Oh, yeah. Right. That was what you not now. To do. No. Ten no. minutes later, it was a horrible no. idea. Oh, yeah. Motivation gives you that same brain. It makes you do irrational things that, for whatever reason, you haven't moved in 43 years. You've never exercised. You've never done anything. But one day you woke up going, I'm going to run. I'm going to run. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to run five miles today. Just go. Like, wow. What a bad idea. Yeah. You've never I'm done anything. Run. And now you're going to go. I'm going to go for a run. It's healthy. It's what I do, right? Yeah. You missed the walk. You missed the jog. You missed all the things that you should have <laughs> done. And that motivation will trick you into doing it. And right at about 150 feet into that run, you're going to be keeled over. You're going to have your hands on your knees. You're going to be sucking wind. Then motivation stops. There's no motivation. You're not pushing through that. Now you're in reality. Oh, yeah. So I try and keep people away from motivation wherever I can. (laughs) Uh, But those are the signs that you're looking for. If you can get all those things in check. Let's say you're like, man, I'm feeling burned out. I'm eating enough food. Right? I've talked to my coaches. They're, they've given me a meal plan and I've, you know, I've met with them. I'm eating enough protein. I'm eating enough carbs and all those good stuff. The calories are in check. I drink all my water. I sleep all my sleep. 
I do all the good stuff. Sleep all your sleep. <laughs> yeah, no scientist. You thought you could just go straight by that. Looks <laughs> like he's not gonna get it. <laughs> so you you check all the boxes, the the, the pillars of you know fitness you check all that your I checks. call. Yeah, you Are check all your checks you and you all blink all your, all your blinks. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, now we got a legit thing. Now now we can work with something because we're not basing this decision off of emotion. No, we're we're, not emotion we off we off have things emotion. to measure. And we're not emotioning off of emotion. <laughs> so now it's like, okay, what do we need to do? What needs to happen when you are burnt out? We've, we've decided, I agree with you, you're burnt out. Mm-hmm. Where do I go? Well, why are we burnt out, right? Is it, are we just spinning our wheels? Like maybe we don't have a, a point B to go to. We're at A, but we're not actually going anywhere. We're just going through the motion. So maybe we need to set a goal. Maybe we're just lack of motivation, right? We're lack of things that we want to work towards, and we don't really have a goal, so we're just putting in the work, but there's we're not really measuring anything. And even with a goal, too, it doesn't have to be something where it's like, oh, this is super related to my life. It's like, no, this is just something where you look at and you're like, hey, well, that would be cool. Yeah. That's all it needs to be. It doesn't need to be this big, like, I need to be able to run. It could be like, I'm going to do a push-up. Or a Honestly, couple. most major feats that have ever been accomplished have started from that could be cool yeah like no no big thing behind it just one day you're like hey let's try it yeah, like that, first that could person, be cool first person to hike Mount Everest who thought that was a good idea huh yeah, everyone well, thought it was a cool bad idea somebody stood at the bottom of that mountain going could be cool let's see how this goes <laughs> and then they got their face kicked in right but it was yeah. tough but that's how it starts yeah so I always say if you don't have any goals you're not working towards anything that's probably a good place to start Mm-hmm. Right, because you're burnt out, meaning you just don't you you have nowhere to go, you have nothing to work towards. So maybe you just need to work towards something, you know. Um, and and with that, like, that's a good way to be like, is this going to be sustainable for me? Mm-hmm. Right. And beginners and intermediates fall into this category a lot of like, I want to set a goal, and then it's not a realistic or sustainable one. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the guy that never or girl. The person that has never done any fitness and they look at the top of Mount Everest going, that could be cool. Yeah, yeah, it could be in time. Let's yeah. Take it easy. But let's take a step back. Let's, let's teach you how to tie your shoes first before we start hiking up this big mountain. So that beginner intermediate level, they need to set a goal, but it has to be something sustainable. Where like, yeah. can I actually do this? And then how do I develop a, a program or a system to get me there? Right. Yeah. That's always a big one that I really enjoy. I think also something else that you could do if you're starting to find that burnout, turning your wheels type of thing, where you're like, I'm just not finding any enjoyment. Go try something that's not the gym for fitness. Right. Like we have people who love love pickleball. We have people who love skiing. We have people who like hiking. And guess what? If you've never done them before, you can't say you don't like them. Right. You grew up with all these times. Yeah. You can't say you don't like a food if you never tried it. Go try something. Right. You might be able to do it better than you thought. And then if that's some sort of enjoyment that brings to you, then you can guess what? Go do that. And now you have a purpose to train for. Agreed. Now you have some sort of outlet. I can't tell you the amount of times that I like training in the gym and I'm like, I'm so done with this. I'm, I'm honestly kind of there right now. I have zero purpose to train right now other than ski season that it's getting me through. But I just need to go back to the climbing gym, get that fire back under me, you know, yeah. go do all those other little activities where it's like, oh, right, this is why I do this, you know, because even after a while when you stop doing it, especially in the wintertime, you forget about it, you know, so yeah. go do those things that you want to or wish to do or just go try something new, you know, go do something fun. Agreed. Find a new outlet, find something that you enjoy 
because it needs to be sustainable. Go pick up golf. Everybody golfs nowadays. Anything. Anything that gets you moving. Mm -hmm. Any form of activity, right? So it's like you're getting burnt out. You don't like the gym or whatever it is. You don't want to set a, a gym goal, per se, right? Set a different goal. Find something else. Or just go find a new means of enjoyment that is active. You know what I mean? Like, yep. That's just such a huge one that people really, they think you can only get fit in the gym. And honestly, that's very rarely the place that you actually get fit. The gym just helps you live a long time. Yeah. It's everything else that you do that gets you fit. Mm -hmm. right? It gives you the ability to do other things, but the fitness and the enjoyment come from a lot of other stuff for a lot of people. Mm, like, sure. A lot of, a lot of people don't love the gym. Right? That's, that's a very small subset of individuals that absolutely love the gym. There are people that truly enjoy that. Kudos to them. Awesome. Like yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you found your outlet and where you can channel your, your time and energy and you enjoy it. Majority of people do not. So why force yourself to do the stuff you don't? Right? Find other things. Like I think it's super important for you to strength train. But yeah. you don't have to do it six days a week. Mm -mm. You know, two days a week of coming in and lifting weights is enough for most people to sustain a fit and healthy lifestyle. 100%. You know, so it's like, check the box, get your strength training in, but then go elsewhere and find other things. Or even at the gym you're in, find other ways of training or other means of activity in the gym that you can do that's not just squats and bench press and deadlifts. For sure. So we talked, we, I know we rambled a little bit here on this one, but uh, 30 seconds or less, quick recap. Yeah. Go. You're getting burnt out. Are you burnt out? Right? That's what I really want to know. Decide what's causing it. Are you overtraining? Are you under-recovering? Which means, are you sleeping? Are you eating enough? Are you drinking enough water? If you're hitting all your health metrics from there, hey, go have fun. Find something you enjoy. Maybe set a new goal. Find a new outlet and just make sure it's sustainable. Awesome. Team, keep doing what you're doing. If you got any questions, let us know. Thanks. See you guys later.